Hello and welcome to Talkin' Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and if I could visit any comic book city, it would be Central City. And I'm John, a Marvel nut, and if I could visit any comic book city, I would visit Metropolis. Welcome to Talkin' Trades. Welcome back, true believers, to another episode of Talkin' Trades. John, why are we talking about Metropolis? Why do you want to go there? Uh, I'll go there. Superman's there. It's a pretty great society. Yeah, some bad stuff happens. Not to the um, not to the city though. Right, like, the citizens like, are. I think fine. you're making a good choice. You get some action. Not a whole lot of the danger. Pay no attention to Man of Steel. Like it's great. Other than Man of Steel, the city <laughs> when it gets level. That city is pretty like safe for the mm-hmm. most part in the comics because Lex Luthor doesn't want to destroy his own city. I was trying to think of a Marvel thing, and most of those are like real cities. Well, real cities, but also um, the fictional environments. They're countries. Oh yeah, you know, and I couldn't th- like Genosha. That's a country. Right. Latveria is a country. Not that I want to go to Latveria. Sokovia. I'm just trying country. to think of ideas. Yeah, yeah. So I that's kind of where I got kind of roadblock with that. Marvel does a lot of stuff in the real world, and they just like make yeah, up it's actual cities, and they just make up a country. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I said Central City because Central City. Yeah. There's a there's a certain speedster there who I would really love to meet. Kid Flash. Yes. Also, Jay Garrick. Also, <laughs> Bart Allen. No, I, I mean it's bef- before the Flash gets there. It's a fairly average crime city, and then when the Flash is there, it's the Flash is there. So it's even cooler. So I can go before or after, as long as I don't go during the the storm. Just go, yeah. Just don't go during any craziness going on. Exactly. Then I just I get to leave, and I get to go to CC Jitters, and I get to have some coffee, and I can have a Flash or a flash. Zoom. <laughs> Do they have a reverse Flash drink in that show? I don't Not know if they ever my mentioned knowledge. There's definitely a Zoom, though. There's definitely a Zoom. I don't know. Because HR's like, what's that? Yeah, that's right. I love HR. Loved HR. Yeah. Oh, as we go <laughs> on. So, uh, so, those are our two cities. Obviously, we wouldn't want to live in either of those cities because there's a lot of yeah, super villain crime. Yeah, we actually this right before recording, too. How about, like, visit? Can right. we do visit? Because living in one of these cities is very difficult to pick one because there's a lot of super villain crime. So, but enough about that. Let's talk about this week in geek. This week in geek. This week in geek. I got a lot from D two three, but Jeremy has other things. So we're gonna start with mine. Things. Start with what I've got first. I go on for so, the five hours. What? No way. So the, yeah, D twenty three happened, but before D twenty three happened, there was a short event that was announced. This Tuesday, which will be the 18th, by the time this goes up, it'll have already it happened. It will have happened, yes. So, so oh well. Um, <laughs> Stan Lee is getting his hands and feet put in the Grauman's Chinese Theater, which has a new name that I do not know. Someone oh, said I don't even know about that. It has a new name, and I can't remember what it is, but it's Grauman's Chinese Theater to me and John. And he's getting uh, his hands and feet put there, which is neat. And people were expecting him to cancel after the death of his wife, but he didn't, which is... I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't, too, because, I mean, I would assume his wife would have wanted him to still do of things, course, like, for the course. fans. Like live, like, live his life. Like, that's, exactly. That's exactly the sentiment. Um, I'm honestly, I'm happy he's getting it, but I'm also, to be honest, kind of surprised, because he is not known for being an actor. Is it only actors? Because R2-D2 has one. Does he really? Mm-hmm. R2-D2, C-3PO, and Darth Vader have one. Huh. 
That's why I was kind of like, oh, so it's just a catch-all now. It's kind of weird. It's, All just, right. a, it's just a sure. catch-all now. I'm wrong. I'm okay with that. Not wrong, but like, <laughs> when it started, it was only actors. Yeah. I think they've it's expanded Like actors, it. directors, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think it's expanded a little bit. Also, I'm sure Disney put a sizable donation to do Stan Lee. Oh, and for sure. he's also an icon, like... No, he's absolutely, he's, a, he's one of the biggest pop culture icons, Like, I get that. Does he have a star? I don't know, maybe that's only actors? No, because there's stars for everybody. There's, star, there's stars for, because <laughs> they have different icons on uh, the star. Okay. I, I, the only reason I know that is because I've seen them. I've been to the Walk of Fame and I've seen them. Like, Donald Trump has one for 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 reality TV. Um, there are singers who have them. There's directors. There's actors. Okay. Cartoon people. There's a couple of voice I actors. I knew, like, Kermit had a, fro- had a, a star. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I would assume Stanley has a star. But, yeah, this was new and interesting, but uh, it's cool that he's getting that. I know a lot of people are going to go out and support him oh, while of he's doing that. So If I was on that coast, it'd be much more doable. Oh, yeah. That'd be really <laughs> cool. That'd be really cool. All right, John. Why don't we break into some D23 news? Okay. D23. Disney's big... I was going to say, why don't you explain what D23 yeah. is, just in case people yeah. don't know. D23 started pretty recently. It's Disney's, essentially, their expo. Their E3, their Gen Con. Their mm-hmm. Comic-Con. Every year? Yeah, so it's, this is like the... I'm going to be wrong about this. I want to say it's like the third or fifth year. I thought it was. It's I, I thought that was recent. cool that it was new. It's cool, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of stuff. We got some Kingdom Hearts news that I'm personally excited about. We're not going to talk about that right now. Um, but it's there's Disney. enough. There's already enough to cover. I listened to like three podcasts on it today. <laughs> so like, what? I'm, yeah, I'm so surprised. You love that game. I, oh, I love it so much. But anyway, as soon as it beats Zelda, I'm gonna buy 1.5, 2.5, and go through it again. As soon as it beats Zelda, don't they have a package deal where it's all of them? So there's 1.5 and 2.5, which is Kingdom Hearts one and like three things. Kingdom Hearts two and like three things. Then there's 2.8, which has Birth by Sleep. And some things, including a new segment called Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Final Chapter Prelude. It's very convoluted. It's so confusing. There hasn't been a game out in 12 years. But, like, like a mainline game in 12 years. But it's fine. And I love it, and that's great. She's in That's more than I want to talk about Kingdom Hearts. But there's that. Uh, so it's, They it's, didn't, they didn't it's release, Disney. like, a big one at the end? Like, recently, like, a PS4, it was, like, all the games together? So, so 1.5 was released on PS3. Yes. 2.5 was released on PS3. Mm-hmm. On PS4, you have 1.5, 2.5, which is those two together on one disc. And then there's 2.8, which they also put only on PS4. Okay. So 1.5, 2.5 is, I think, what you're talking about? Welcome to uh, Kingdom Hearts cast. <laughs> it sounds convoluted. I would want to go to... <laughs> oh, you totally would. Also, D23 is every two years. Every two years, I, I like to have just to make sure. Okay. So it's, it's bi cool. it's biannual, biannual. Cool. How do you want to say it? So it's 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 Disney. So it, Disney encompasses its own animation studio, its own live action studio, Marvel Studios, uh, Star Wars, obviously, um, and yeah, all the, all that good stuff. The big thing, beside uh, for as far as we're concerned, is they dropped some Infinity War footage. Oh, girl. Oh girl, I wish I could see it, but I can't. I oh, hope they. Re- I it. hope they release it. I hope they do too. I really want. It. I really want it out there because they were real stingy with that Guardians two thing, like the footage of Ego, and I really wanted to see it. I didn't get to see it until I saw the yeah, movie. That was two years ago, right? At Comic Con, that that footage came out at Comic Con. Oh, that was Comic Con. Okay, sorry, I'm just sorry, hoping. Sorry. I'm just hoping that this footage gets out quick, not just like. 
Well, it, the movie comes out in May, so we should be getting something. Right, God, soon. it's so soon. Probably not this, because this is... Ooh, John has a whole page. I got a whole page, courtesy of IGN. Uh, Which I'll link in the on our Facebook. Yes, and we'll do it this time. I did the last <laughs> thing, Katie. <laughs> Please stop yelling at me. So, I'm not going to go through every bullet point, but a couple of the biggies. Peter Parker does have spider sense. Good. He's on a bus. Thanos elsewhere is coming to Earth, and all of his hair stick up. So I'd be, I'd be worried danger. if Josh Brolin was in my general vicinity too. <laughs> I like the way I like they showed off a little bit of what Thanos is going to look like. Well, they mm-hmm. didn't show a little bit; they showed exactly. No, they showed you the poster, and it it's, looks it's and cool. the statue. Yep, it looks really good. Uh, I like that he's not wearing the helmet. Loki is offering up the cosmic cube. Massive ship crash into a planet. Uh, everyone is there. <laughs> like everyone is there. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and Star Lord. Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Yeah. A lot of Doctor Strange team-ups. Winter Soldier and Black Panther fight in Wakanda. Fight each other? Or who are they, or are they uh, fighting? It just says they're in Wakanda, but I assume they fight in Wakanda. Maybe they're maybe fighting... Maybe they're Black Order. Let's say maybe they're fighting the Black Order. Cap shows up with a beard. Speculation is might be going full Nomad, which in the comics was when he could not agree... When Steve Rogers kind of agree with what America stood for, he left the persona of Captain America behind right. and became Nomad, a Which man is a really, country. a really, really bad costume. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do something different. God, I hope so. Because <laughs> it looks so bad. So that's the theory, is that he could be going full Nomad, which would be cool. Sweet. Uh, Iron Man has a new type of Hulkbuster-ish armor. Okay. Uh, Thanos is palming Thor's head like he's going to pop it like a balloon. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't think it'll uh, seven different battles on different fronts. Thanos has the gauntlet. And Tony Stark, last man standing. Similar to his vision in Age of Ultron. Interesting. So that'd be cool if that came true. Speaking of vision, Paul Bettany is, spec- or Paul Bettany is releasing information that vision can survive without the stone. Which is good. Oh, okay. I, I, want, more Paul, I want more Paul Bettany. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to die. Like, so I have a theory. Movie one, vision dies. I have a theory. like stone. I have a theory on who's going to be left after this. They're going to kill... Now, this is just me speculating. 100%. There's no basis. I'm guessing. They're going to... The short list is who they won't kill. They're going to leave... Aunt May. Falcon. I'm going to go superheroes. (laughs) Falcon. They're going to leave Ant-Man. They're going to leave Peter Parker. They're going to leave... Captain Marvel won't be in this one, right? There's nothing, but she's expected Either to way, make she, her debut in she's going either to this live. or Avengers 4. She'll live. She will yeah. live, obviously. The people that, for sure, that we know have already existed, they're going to leave the Guardians of the Galaxy, are going to be alive. At least a few of them. I'm expecting Star-Lord, Gamora, and Drax to live. Doctor Strange will live. Groot again? It's possible. You could, he's expendable, because he's going to come back. You could kill him. Uh, Doctor Strange will live, and I think... That's and then maybe Tony Stark, but I don't know if he'll be in the same capacity as Iron Man anymore. See, here's my prediction. I think that the Vision from the end of Ultron. Oh, and Vision will live too. I don't know if I said that. But no, that like the, no, no, no. But you reminded yeah, me. Um, is going to be like your axe break. That's how the movie's going to end. They're they're going to empire this. Oh God. So that have that having been said, like I think maybe not literally everyone, but the vast majority is going to be dead. Except that's a, for that's Tony. what Ruffalo said. He slept it on a Good Morning America interview. Really? 
he goes, oh, everyone dies. And then uh, Don Cheadle goes, you can't say that. He's like, oh, my God, no, we got that, we got that. And they're like, no, we're keeping it, we're keeping it. So it could be a joke, too. But uh, Mark Ruffalo also said there will be no standalone Hulk movie ever. And that's, yeah, he so maybe the totally Hulk. just took Universal and threw him under the bus. He's maybe. like, listen, I'd like to do it. I got, like, three-ish years left where I think I can do it as far as, like, age and yeah. reasonability goes. However, Universal is like, nah, man. We will not do it. They're not willing to work with Marvel, so he just threw them under the bus. Good. Good. Sony clearly got on track mm-hmm. with with their Spider-Man. You know, maybe yeah, and I think he shouted out Sony and how like they're working with Marvel, and it's great. Like, Look, look, at, look at the sum of their parts. Looking at you, at Fox and Universal. Fix it. The problem is Fox is making money, y'all. I, I, think, Fantastic, I think there's a good chance Fantastic Four could revert to Marvel. Because, let's yeah, be honest, they could make some money off of it, or they could make no money off of it. What are you going to pick? Some X-Men. <laughs> well, no, X-Men's, like, <laughs> no, no, doing yeah. fine. Yeah, they're not, they don't have they're to not worry about relinquish the X-Men. They don't need to worry about no the X-Men. Way. Leave yeah. the X-Men. They're not going to, they're not going to, like, oh, the X-Men. Uh, you know, maybe give me a name more of the Submariner movie. There's no demand for that. No, I was kidding. Who's he owned by? Who cares? He's uh, the first mutant. He's a he's, uh, fox. Is he? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I just read two comics like recently featuring Namor. On purpose? Yeah. Wow. He's fine. Mm. Um, he's part of the Invaders. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, I, so I, I read fine. that. I read that book. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Uh, yeah, he sh- popped up in Jean Grey and he popped up in Steve Rogers' Cap. Interesting. Like recently. Um, anything? You have anything else in, from D twenty three? I mean, that Avengers trailer is a lot. It's it's so much to take in, and there is a quote here from Brian Bishop at The Verge. And I just wanted to say this. He said, To say the trailer delivered would be an understatement. To say that it ended Disney's live-action panel on the highest possible note would be underselling it. Wow. That's including their Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is supposed to be amazing. Oh, absolutely. Did they reveal Star Wars footage? Probably. I'd imagine. They released trailer, or, um... I just kind of, like... Posters. There was just so much for Infinity War. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh... Other than Infinity War news, Sebastian Stan has confirmed that he will not be in the Black Panther movie. Which means he'll, of course, be in the post-credits scene. I mean, that would make the most <laughs> sense to me. I'm hoping the Black well, Panther movie... because you could have filmed it while you're filming Infinity War. There's enough time to do Right. That. And it sounds like they're going to be in the same place. Well, they are in the same place. So there you go. No, no, no. I mean, they'll be in Wakanda still for the Infinity War movie. Yeah. So there you go. Perfect. Well, I mean, Bucky will be in Wakanda for <laughs> For, for that, so yeah. yeah, you could have filmed it at the same time. He's not going anywhere. I hope the Black Panther movie just focuses on Black Panther. There's a lot you can do there with between. It should. Did you see Warmonger? They look good. Yeah, he's got some weird stuff on his chest. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. It weirded me out a little bit. Um, I also like that they're not going to do Manape as Manape, mostly because it's racist. What? It was created by an African American cartoon or uh, comic artist with the best intention. It, does, like, it doesn't work now. It doesn't work now. Exactly. It was in the yeah. 70s or the 80s. It does not work now. And that's fine. It doesn't have to work now. You can still have that character. And he'll just be called by his name instead of Manape. So yeah, he has to call everyone out. They didn't... Like, Mason in Homecoming was Tinkerer. It wasn't Tinkerer. Right. It was just... Like, you don't have to call everyone by name. No, just... He can still have all the same stuff, just don't call him I don't him even Manape. think Vulture was Vulture until the very end with the, the note Peter wrote. I don't think he was actually explicitly called Vulture. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, so you don't so, yeah, have you're to good. do that. You're good. But it, that, that Black Panther movie looks like it's going to be super great. I'm excited for it. I, I've been excited for it. It's what, just making me more hype. What kind of took a little bit was that poster. Oh, the, the, poorly, the poorly poster, rendered. Yeah. Eh, but yeah. 
It's just, it's just said, a poster. I'm very excited to see the Seeing movie. Seeing the costume looks so good. Mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman's mm-hmm. traps are gigantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, I knew that because I've seen him in a lot of movies where he's very ripped. He's a big dude. Chadwick Boseman's a big dude. Uh, what do you think of the Black Order? Did you see the Black Order statues? They revealed? I did not see the Black Order statues. They look great but I saw and the poster scary. with Brolin with the gauntlet. That looks super sick. Uh, it's the culmination of... Brolin also showed up somewhere else as Cable. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah no he's, kidding. He's all but confirmed. Oh, he is confirmed to be Cable. Yeah, he's so, Cable. Yeah. So he, that'll be cool. Josh Brolin, killing it in the Marvel Universe. The Marvel And the X-Men Universe. Universe, universe that has Marvel characters in it. <laughs> Universes. Um, all right, our last bit of news. Linda Carter, you know her. I know of her. Who is she? She was Wonder Woman in the TV show. Oh, that she was? Mm-hmm. I just know her as a principal from Sky High. And the president oh. from Supergirl. <laughs> no, yes, she famously played Wonder Woman in the 1977 show Wonder Woman. That is about nothing even close to Wonder Woman, but a great show. And but she spins right. around in a circle. And she's American. <laughs> it's fine. It's a good show. It did a lot for little girls in the 70s, like to get superheroes, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. And she deserves every bit of credit for giving so many nerdy girls hope that they can be superheroes too and i love linda carter for that forever so does friend of the show patty jenkins patty jenkins wanted linda carter in the first wonder woman movie due to scheduling conflict it could not happen they said okay that's fine i'm sure dc was on a tight schedule exactly that and that's the exact reason it was linda carter was doing something i'm assuming supergirl probably and it was like really tight and wonder woman's really tight it didn't work out but they're really fighting for her to be in the second Wonder Woman movie, which is most likely going to happen. She's most likely going to be. Yeah, in. I think it's all confirmed. Which is awesome. I would love to see that. I thing. think DC is waiting to see what how ju- how well Justice League performs and what the reactions for each individual character are. Rumor is they're going to announce it at SDCC. Oh yeah, that's the that'd rumor. Be great. That'd be great. That's an Instagram rumor. Like Instagram also said that Obama's a lizard man. Like you never can know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But I want a Wonder Woman too. I just saw it for the fourth time this weekend. Which is a lot. I loved that movie so much. It was so good. It was very good. Such a good movie. So I would love to see Linda Carter. Did you, have you seen any of season two of, you have, a little bit of season two of Supergirl, right? I've seen like an episode in three quarters. There's a, at one point, Linda Carter comes in as the president of America and she's hanging out and they're like, oh my God, like you're amazing. You're the president. And she goes, uh, she takes Supergirl on Air Force One. And she goes, that was really great. And she goes, you should see my other jet. I was like, oh, that's a reference to Wonder Woman because she had the invisible jet. That's so cool. <laughs> I nerded out from that. It was really awesome. So I would love to see Linda Carter. That'd be cool. But f- Go ahead. It was a cameo I was kind of surprised wasn't in Wonder Woman. Yeah. Of all things. Absolutely. But. Now it makes sense. Fine. Now you're like, oh, that makes, because it's the schedule. Yeah. Before we go, the new Doctor was revealed this yes. last weekend. At the point this comes out, it'll be old news. Yeah. So if you don't want it's spoil- old news now, technically. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> want to be spoiled, then you know, cover your ears. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! But I forgot the name already. I didn't. Jo- Wait, because you know who this person is. <laughs> right. Jody Whitaker is her name. She was in Attack the Block. And she was on an episode of Black Mirror, and she was in Broadchurch, which is what she's most known for. And John, you haven't seen any of those things, and that's fine. I can vouch for her. she's a very good actress, 
and the new showrunner. Everyone and I her. know who knows who this is is super jacked. I wouldn't say I'm super jacked, but that's also because I've only seen a little bit of her work. But what I've seen, I liked. Uh, I'm apprehensive because I loved Peter Capaldi so much. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's replacing Peter Capaldi. I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not about her as a person. It's because it's not Capaldi. And I loved Capaldi so much. And that's kind of so how much. I feel because I found out recently that Haley Atwell was in the running to be the doctor. Again. And was like, no, we're good. She was in the running twice. I know. And she withdrew her her consideration. So I'm like, well, it's, it's not going to be Peggy. Like, who, no matter who it is, just it's like you're saying, Peggy. it's not Capaldi. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be my girl. This person could be the best actress in the world. Yeah, that's right. It's, like, it's not It's Peggy. like, oh, man. <laughs> Short of Idris Elba taking over, I don't... No, even him, I'd be like, that's great, but he's not Capaldi. I loved Capaldi so much. He's my favorite doctor. But what I can tell you, John, is uh, Broadchurch A is worth a watch. I, oh, yeah, it's yeah, everything. Really depressing. Worth a watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Attack the Block also has... John Boyega. Uh-huh. That's I'm all I know about that movie. I want, <laughs> I want to watch that. And then her episode of Black Mirror was amazing. But okay. I, I really like Black Mirror. Um, so I'm excited for Jodie Whittaker, and I think it's going to be awesome, regardless of the gender thing, which is a whole amazing issue in itself. You know, it's a whole, like, topic to be talked about. I just think this person as an actor is amazing, and she's going to be great. I but, found out that Melissa Gomez is leaving the show this year. I mean, that makes sense. But, like... But, like, after the, you need to... You can have them fight. You, so but cool. you need to watch the whole season. I do need to watch the whole season, I know. I'm, like, two episodes back. I know. Something... Stuff happens with Misty that not everything makes sense that... Ooh, for her to, like... For okay. Michelle Gomez to be like, all right, I'm done. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, so... But then again, who's to say? We've had, like, three... Rivers' final sh- appearances. She makes an appearance so in the last two episodes of Doctor Who. Too. What? Well, her they talk about her. She okay. doesn't show up. She did you see her reaction? You got me so excited. Did you see that? Second. Did you see her reaction to hearing about Jodie Whittaker? Mm. She was on stage and she found out the audience goes, "Did you hear?" She's like, "Hear what?" And like they revealed the new Doctor, and she's like, "Who is it?" And they're like, "It's Jodie Whittaker," and she's like, "Oh, I love Jodie Whittaker. She's gonna be so good. Maybe I can have a wife." <laughs> Like she made a joke like that, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Who is one of those things where it, the the community is so tight, and this has kind of divided up the community a little bit into the real fans and the jerks. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of negative, and then a lot of a lot more. I've, I've looked at a lot more positive. But I'm looking for the positive for this, and I, I've been happily happy to see all the positives. I think it's fine. Regenerating and changing genders is now canon, so like it's fine. Yeah, it's been canon since Matt Smith. Yeah, which is you just—it was just a matter of time, and it, they found the right actress. I think, I think Haley Atwell also would have been great, but I like Jodie Whittaker. I'm excited about Jodie Whittaker. So, but enough about Doctor Who. Let's talk about some other stuff in the pull list. Here's your pull list. This week on the pull list, we are reading Detective Comics Volume Five, Gothtopia, written by John Layman. Drawn by Jason Fabok. So, John. Jeremy. Let's just get right into it. It's an okay book. It's okay. It's fine. It's not good. It's not terrible. It's not the worst. I definitely thought we were going to do this at the end, but yeah, it's fine. Well, we can, we'll talk <laughs> more in depth, but um, just going right into it, I mean, our feelings are going to be very apparent as we're talking about this book, so let's just get them out in the open. It's okay. It's not anywhere near the best Batman book I've ever read. It's also not the worst Batman book I've ever read. That title still hold is still held by Final Crisis. Dear sweet God, I hate that book. I know you do. I love Grant Morrison. I hate that book. 
But let's just jump right into this book. So, this is a a volume title. A volume title is the next X issues of the book. Exactly. It's just a part of a run. So yeah, so, yeah, the it's the X next X books in a run. And in this case, this is the fifth volume of John Layman's Detective Run, which is okay. I think it started off better than it than it ends. It starts off with that's the where Joker loses his face as a detective, which is really interesting. Um, so we'll just get right into this book. It opens in the zero year, which I kind of explained to you a little bit, John, mm-hmm. which is a power outage and there's a storm coming and it was a big event in Gotham throughout the DC universe, but mostly Gotham. And we see Gordon interacting with it, where he is trying to break up the black mask like ring, and his detective partner is like he thinks he's on his side. Oh, and like out. the Red Hood gang, like there's a lot going on. That was after <laughs> this was after the Red Hood gang. I thought the black mask gang was a splinter group of the Red Hood gang. That's what he thinks, right? That's what he thinks. The Red Hood gang took place. That was just before the Zero Year in the Batman books, which is the origin of the Joker. Really good. Or origin of one of the Jokers, because there's three of them now. And... and any, anything happen with that? It's happening now. Okay. It's it's happening right now in um, DC Metal, which is super sick, by the way. Once that wraps up, we'll be reading that on the podcast. But it's not in... It's only in issue format still. Yeah, I feel the same way about Secret Empire. We'll read that one, too. It's so cool. I... I Civil War did... Civil War Two did this thing, too, where, like, it starts off amazing, and then it just kind of... We both did not much care for the end of Civil War Two. No, so we'll see. It's still going. We'll see. Currently, I'll see. I'm loving it. But well, yeah, we'll that, Madeline could do the same thing. We'll see. But anyway, what's happening in this book? <laughs> Gordon is showing his chops. He's not the. Uh, he's not the. Oh my goodness, commissioner yet? Nope. But this is how he becomes commissioner. He ends up breaking up a, a ring, and Batman saves him, exposing the corruption. Uh, he actually gets tossed off a bridge. Yeah, and Batman saves his life. So, that's cool. And it, the book, this issue is... This issue is actually... I like this issue a lot. It was a really good issue. It was, it's it's so, like, boots on the ground, nitty gritty. It has nothing to do with Gothtopia, but it's really cool. Yeah, it's nothing like to do this, with the main arc, but it's really good. If you like this, you should read Gotham Central, which is no Batman, only the police. In Gotham. Really great book. I actually had the first volume. We could do that one down here. Really, really great book. Well executed. Like, almost like damage control. Where the, sure. you, the heroes are referenced, but these people are dealing about what they're dealing with. And it's the GCPD solving crimes without Batman. Really cool. You notice how hard they work. Like, because yeah. they look incompetent when Batman's around. They're really not. Obviously. But, like, Batman <laughs> is just better. Do you want to talk a little bit about this issue and how you felt about this issue, or like what you liked about this issue? Sure. I mean, first of all, the art is great. Jason Fanbox really good. I really like <laughs> the Jason art. Fanbox. Is great. Um, yeah, it's like a typical crime story, but I just felt it was done very well. It's narrated by by Gordon throughout, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he gets par- paired with this partner who he thinks is just like incompetent, just not doing anything right. And the guy's like, oh, well, looks like we missed the the Black Mask gang. There's no evidence here. Maybe better luck next time. Um, but then uh, Gordon does his own research and finds out that several of the people are under um, are under Black Mask's payroll. Mm-hmm. Under payroll. 
Uh, and then he goes to his superior and is like, listen, you got to give me someone else. I know this is a thing. I know what's going on. He figures out it's Sionis because of the latex, the material for the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is the thing. He's like, and that Sionis has a collection of masks in his front, yeah, like in his he's front of his office building. He's fixated with masks. Sionis comes in he's like, can I help you? He's like, no, we're good here. Bye. Right. <laughs> I gotta go. Um, so that... <laughs> yeah, I figured it out. It was super easy. <laughs> like, you're clearly the black mask. Yeah. Um, and so he pairs him with this new person, and they're working together really well until the new guy screws him over. Turns uh, out. Turns out he is also on payroll mm-hmm. for Black Masks. Uh, for Black Mask. Uh, and then they end up throwing him off a bridge, and they try to frame it as a suicide. Because a lot of people commit suicide off this bridge, apparently. Which comes in later. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they try and do that, and then um, he doesn't die at the end reveal that it, he called Batman to come save him. Did he call Batman, or did Batman just happen to save him? He called Batman. You keep talking. He's like, I, ha- I thought he called. Like, I had some help. Or he signaled for help, and some help came. Oh, it's the flashlight. Yeah. It's the flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he didn't... Because he, he, didn't, didn't he doesn't phone. know... At this point, he doesn't know Batman. Yeah. He's just heard of a Batman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he like signals for help, and Batman comes to save him, because Batman's the best. He's all right. You're all right. <laughs> I am all right. I, I love I Batman. Uh, so, <laughs> saves him. Meanwhile, the precinct, the guy he was paired with, is talking to everyone else there, and he's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. He just got real, he's real, been real weird sad. talking about like his, his day, and it's, having a rough time, and I don't know, I didn't see him. I had no idea where he is. And he comes in and is like, so here's the thing. <laughs> You tried to you're kill corrupt, me. You're corrupt, you're corrupt, you're corrupt, you're cool, you're corrupt, you're corrupt. Basically, only the commissioner's not corrupt. Yeah. And then, uh, when he does this, a gun is pulled on him. Yeah. And this is the part of the issue where I'm like, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Who's gonna get shot? And then Harvey Bullock, just... Hot Harvey got Bullock. Got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, Jeremy said, young, hot Harvey Bullock. He looks real good. Bopped him on the head. He's good to go. But because of that... You find out that the commissioner is fired because he has no control over his precinct. Yeah. So then Gordon is now admitted as the new... Well, the touch I did like, too, at the end here mm-hmm. was he said, next time I'll use a bigger light for Batman. So that's right. kind of sort of the bat signal, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. It is really cool. The reason this story is in this... You're, like, you're probably like, well, why is this even included? It's just a one-shot. It is a one-shot, but the next issue, the first issue of like back in nowadays Detective Comics... You're back at that bridge where Gordon jumped. Yeah. And another person has jumped. And they were also saved or grabbed by a bat thing. And you're thinking, well, Batman saved this person too. No, it's not. It is... Man bat. <laughs> Sounds stupid if you've never heard of those things. <laughs> now that I'm hearing it. When you hear it aloud, it's dumb. <laughs> Just kidding. It is. No, it is. <laughs> it is. No, it's Kirk Langstrom, the man bat. Yep. He, uh... If you don't know who he is, I assume you know who he is, John. Real quick, he was trying to develop this formula using bat DNA. I don't remember if it was for cancer research or something. Maybe it was maybe eyesight or hearing. I don't remember. Something. Something that this bat DNA could help. It ended up turning him into a bat creature monster. Because, of course, you just sound yourself. Because, of course. A.K.A. <laughs> Allah the lizard. Allah this. Allah. Well, lizard was to try and cure his cancer. And so if it's like curing your cancer, that's one thing. And is growing his arm back, too. Yeah. You know, pop. That's like one thing, because like you have to try it on you. Of course. So 
so it turns out the man bat w- destroyed killed this person and it wasn't batman and you're like again and then the issue ends yep <laughs> and you're like again well why was that one in here and it does end up all connecting. I will, I will tell you. <laughs> I do like. The, I do like the. It's a very like. There are things done really well in this book, mm-hmm. and then there are things that are not done as well. This, I think, this setup is done very well. So it turns out it was not Kurt Langstrom who attacked that suicide person. It was his wife, mm-hmm. who also somehow was injected with the the vi- the same bat DNA, but she is gone feral. She has become. The Bat Queen. The Bat Queen. She can also control bats. Mm-hmm. It's bonkers. It is crazy. When you say it out loud. It sounds really <laughs> dumb. Well, Batman ends up taking Kirk Langstrom and is like, let's stop your wife together. It's like, okay. And then that ends real quickly to unfortunately briefly wrap this up, but it's, it's done with a lot of exposition because Batman Detective Comics does a lot of talking, which is different than most Batman books. Most Batman books are done visually. Yeah. Detective has always been more forensic, more talking, more explanation. This issue is explanation heavy. Long story short, they do stop Kirk Langstrom's wife, and Batman then returns home. And when he gets home, that is where we see the connection to the to the to the Gothtopia. He gets home, and there's someone waiting for him in his room. And you're thinking, oh, it's probably Robin. It's not. It's Batbird. Batcat. Capperd. 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 We're both Se- wrong. It's Selena. Yeah. But she's wearing Robin-like clothes and then her normal cat cowl. Mm-hmm. Issue ends. So right there you're like, what? What's going on? If I was a weekly reader, I'd be like, what the heck just happened? That's that's not... Selena Kyle is not dressed like that. She also doesn't live with Bruce in his house. <laughs> They're not even together. At this point. At this point in this issue. In this arc, they were not. Yeah. Right, exactly. So that's how that little bit ends. The next issue, I really liked this part a lot. It opens with Pamela Isley. Ivy. Oh, that was, I love that was that. really cool. And she's running around. She's like, wake up, people. You're living in a, a I was fantasy. waiting for her to say, wake up, sheeple. Dude, same. I was, I was waiting for it. Same. It's that kind of rant. It is. <laughs> and she's running around, like, hitting people, hurting people. And it's like, everything's a lie. You're insane. You don't don't believe this. It's crazy. Don't believe in Comstock's lies. Basically. But yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. But then, who should appear? It's also taking place in the middle of the day. Bright. But who should show up? But Batman. But it's not the normal Batman. John, what's different about this Batman? He's white. He's got a nice, well, like a light gray. Like a oh, it's, light gray it's, suit. It's supposed to be white. It is? Yeah. Okay, well, it looks sweet. I love it. And his uh, sidekick is Catbird. Who is Selena Kyle. And a really dumb name, though. Really dumb. Like, super dumb. Super dumb. Some of the names are really cool. Like, Wings of Truth I thought was super cool. But, like... Yeah. Yeah, the other people in this, like... Yeah. Um, Batwoman, Batwing. This would be a really cool Elseworld. I don't necessarily like it as a mainline. Because you, you don't get the exploration that I expected from it. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. That's the one thing I don't which, like about this book. You don't. You, you only see a very brief view of Gothtopia. And the, I think it could have... It was done... I understand why you only see a little bit of it. They had stuff to get back to. They had more stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Cause this was also during Snyder's run of Batman, so they had to run concurrent. So he had to get back to the other stuff. I get it. But 
I would have. I agree. I would like this as a multiverse story, as an Elseworlds tale. I would love to hear more about this. You know, you could do this again with Doctor Crane poisoning everybody. Anyway, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. <laughs> so Batman and Catbird are like together, not only as partners, but like lovers. But like partners. But like wink. <laughs> and it shows them being universally loved in and the adored. city. Everyone loves them. And crime is Including, such a low where Batman gets just run street patrol. Mm-hmm. Like, saves a baby real quick. He, like, there's, like, a car a accident. House fire. Yeah, like... Yeah, like, he just fixes stuff. There's a parade. Not even actual crime. Right. Where he gets awarded a medal by Mayor Cobblepot. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. And, his, and then Barbara Gordon is Bluebell, and... She has the wings of truth? Freedom? Liberty? Justice? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then, oh my goodness, uh, what's her first name? Kane, Batwoman, her first name is... Cassandra. No, I don't think that's it. So she's, Cassandra Kane is a is somebody else. I'm just kidding. It's also... Oh my god. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Batwoman is uh, Bright Bat. The whole point is, everything's different. Everything's brighter, everything's happier. However, throughout the city... There is an insane rash of suicides. So the suicide rate, the crime rate is down, the murder rate is down, everything's down, but the suicide rate has gone through the roof. It is unbelievable, and Batman cannot figure it out. Why is the suicide rate so high? Well, Batman is trying to figure figure all this out. He is confused. So he goes home, and at home he's noticing that he's mad, but he can't like tell why. He just knows something wrong, and he goes for a walk in the garden, and he ends up scratching his neck. Which he does. Which, you know, Batman does. And he happens to prick himself on one of Poison Ivy's thorns, Mm -hmm. which opens his eyes. And he realizes this is not true. This is not his world. Okay, so he is now living, he knows that he's living in a dream. A waking dream. But he can't figure out what's causing the dream. And he can't remember. Right. Yeah. So he just starts walking around as regular Batman again. It's nighttime. It's raining out. He's tracking Poison Ivy. And who should show up but Catbird? Mm-hmm. Who's still living in the Gothtopia. Yep. Batman is out. He is in Gotham again. You want to talk about this a little bit? What happens here? This is a neat little fight. Yeah. She wants Bruce to go back. And Bruce is like, I can't. I got to do the thing. Uh, she, you're, you seem disturbed. You seem troubled. He says, listen to me. Ivy was right. And she's like, no, you're crazy. I love this panel at the bottom where she punches him. It's like the Batman and Robin. Like the, it's exactly, no, like the meme. It's exactly. I, it's, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it's referencing. Oh, I'm, it has to be. If not, it is now. <laughs> um, so she gets, Selena gets basically the entire Bat family to show up. Her teammates are the Wings of Truth. Wings of Truth, that's what it is. Because you've got Nightwing, you've got, spoiler, you've got um, Cassandra Kane. Nightwing, spoiler? The Gothamite. Yeah, it's the blonde is spoiler. The blonde is spoiler? I don't know what you're talking about. The blonde, her, in, in the real comics, this blonde lady, her name is Spoiler. Oh, that's yeah. I thought sorry. you were like omitting her for a oh no 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 no. Like, no no no. Yeah, because you have Luke Fox, who is Lucius yep. Fox's son. I think this is either supposed to be Nightwing or this is supposed to be um, Jason Todd, the Red Hood. Hard, I don't know. And then you have like the these are the. Oh, you know who this might be. I might be wrong. This could be 
what's her name? Black Canary. Oh uh, yeah, I, I figured like, it was because are those fish? Are those fish nets? They look like it. Okay, that would make more sense. Then this is definitely Dick Grayson. That's not because I assume the the three ladies were the birds of prey. Two ladies. Three. Oh, three ladies, right? Barbara Gordon and the other two, right? You're right. You are correct. And they all. The point is, all those people now descend on Bruce, yeah. and they're attacking him and fighting him. And Bruce doesn't want to hurt him up so bad because they don't. First of all, know any better. Secondly, their family. Third of all, he would kill them. Yeah. So like he Batman, <laughs> he taught them everything they know, but not everything he knows. Yeah. But they do subdue him and they take him straight to a facility of for mental health. Yeah, they don't name it. It does have a name. It's. Some, it, it's in, like, a background of a sign. Later on, I'll find it. You find it. I'll talk a little bit about this. So, yes, Dr. Jonathan Crane is the head physician at this... Just, like, Wellness this. Health Center is what yeah. it's called. So, Dr. Jonathan Crane is who, Jonathan? Scarecrow. Very good. Scarecrow is there, and everyone is seeing... Everyone outside of Batman is seeing... Dr. Jonathan Crane in a white lab a coat. beautiful day. And he's like, I will help your friend. Batman With sees... Like, Killian Murphy messed up hair. Right. Like... <laughs> Batman sees... The orderly is Killer Croc. Dr. Crane is Scarecrow. Then you have... You have Mr. Freeze, Professor Pig, and Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Who are all... Inmates in the asylum. But the other people see them as doctors. Yeah. They're now run... Literally the inmates yeah, are in the asylum. Yeah, it's not Harley Quinn. It's Dr. Quinzel. Yeah, you have stuff like that. Dr. Quinzel, you have Dr. F- Victor Freeze, Dr. Byron Meredith, Dr. Laszlo Valentine. Yeah. And they're all... So remember, stay in school, kids. Right. You too. You too can be a supervillain. <laughs> well, yeah, because the Merrymaker, Freeze, Quinzel, and Valentine. the Merrymaker? That's someone I had not known about at all. Same. Okay, cool. Same. He might have been in a, in a previous run of Detective, but I'm not sure. I don't know him. Okay, that's fine. So, we're inside the asylum now. Batman is, in, is like trying to do stuff from the inside. Yeah. He now knows what's going on. Only him and... This is all part of his plan. Yes. That's what he later... He later says that he went in on purpose. One of my overall problems with this book that Jeremy explained was a Batman trope I... It's not done well here. Every time something happens to Batman that could create suspense, he is like, that would have been good, but I knew better. They almost did it, but blah, blah, blah. Like, I wanted to be here. Like, even before, when they're fighting the Bat Queen, because the, the, the husband had a plan... For it, and he and he's like, "That's I don't like his plan, but I agree to it." And then, like, they go and they fight, and he goes, "Well, it would have failed if I used his plan, but I used my own plan." And I'm like, at, "Like, and any little bit of suspense is just dashed away." Yeah, it is. It is a Batman trope that Batman is always two steps ahead of everybody, always knows what to do. But you can do that without explicitly stating it in every panel. I was gonna say, is this? It's not. <laughs> it's not done well here. It's done very well in the Snyder runs. Mm-hmm. Batman's always a step ahead, and then when he's not, you're like, "Wow, this is really suspenseful. This is this is scary." Like the owls, mm-hmm. Batman is oh, very good. Batman very is good way very, behind. Very good, two couple volumes there. But then you get to other issues like the death of the family, where he is at points a step ahead and points a step behind. But when he's a step ahead, it doesn't seem like pompous. This almost seems pompous, mm-hmm. and like you idiot, you were worried. Don't be. I got this. Shut up. 
Like thanks for the three bucks, right? <laughs> so well, it's it's and even his suit. Like I was able to put all the wiring into my suit. Like, yeah, we get it, man. You're Batman. You can be uh, on the wrong side of things once in a while. That's the best part of Batman. Like Dark Knight Returns, he is behind the eight ball the yep. whole book, but he still comes out on top because he's Batman, mm-hmm. thinking on his feet. Whatever. So he's in the asylum. He ends up like breaking out of his cell, but keeps going back every day to make sure that no one notices. And between him and Isley, they're able to concoct a a plan. I was gonna say uh, an accord, antidote, antidote. Sure, <laughs> an antidote. I'll, I'll get it eventually. To stop everybody. <laughs> and people are probably wondering, well, why? Why is what's going on with Gothtopia? Well. This is actually this part is great. This yeah, no, the the plan is really cool. I just wanted to see more of Gothtopia itself. Absolutely, which is why I think it would work better as like a major crossover event. What is the plan? The plan. Okay, so Scarecrow has made a I forget what it's called, but it's like it's a gas to make everyone see the world as brightly and as favorably as they can. That's that's the whole point of it. Not the, the fear toxin. It's the opposite of a yeah, fear toxin, but it works in the same manner. So what they do is, now, so everything's great for everyone. Because people committing suicide, they were fine. One of the guys in the book they mentioned, like, had just gotten a promotion and had just won the lottery. Mm-hmm. This makes no sense. So everyone's fine. Everyone's happy. Be- What's going on is, Scarecrow was running fear experiments. So if you take away everyday stress and, like, any kind of fear Jobs, in your life. Traffic. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, take away all of that. They have... They don't know fear. Everything's great. So when you're woken up by a genuine nightmare with the fear toxin, it messes with your head. Mm-hmm. So that's, and, that's the whole point. And that's causing a rash of suicides. And by doing that, they're able to extract a very pure form of fear to make an even more powerful toxin. And he's looking to expand beyond Gotham. Really cool plan. It's a super cool plan. It's a really cool plan. So, Batman and Ivy know this plan. They bust out of Arkham. They kiss first. They do kiss first, because she's like, I'm a poison you, and he's like, stop. But like, and he's also, like, but, Ivy, I'm really not in the mood right now for your mind control shenanigans, so if you could just not. It's all, <laughs> but it's, it is also what keeps him immune. Yeah, so the reason why Ivy in the, was in the beginning, why it was her specifically, is because she naturally is immune to toxins, because of the whole plant thing. Which has always been canon. That's, that's always not, been that's, a thing. That's yeah. always been a thing. So that's why he makes out with her is to get that immunity, which he needs, to mm-hmm. bust out of Arkham. Which exactly. I thought was really cool. So he does bust out Arkham, but then who is waiting for him but his friends? Everyone. <laughs> All of his friends. Scarecrow's like, look, you can't... You can't beat me. I have your friends, and if you even if you fight all your friends and knock them unconscious and whatever. One thing that's cool is it's their regular costumes, but with a scarecrow hood and like orange yellow eyes. It's really sweet. That panel's really cool. This is Talon. Oh, no kidding. That's who that is. That's the Talon. Super sweet. So yeah, so Scarecrow's like, you can't, you can't beat me. Even if you beat up your friends and incapacitate them, I'll kill them. I will kill your friends unless you do what I say. Batman's like, fine. Do it. I'm I'm going to do whatever you say. And in in John's distaste, it's he does it because well, I already, I already have the immunity. Blah, blah blah blah. So he's gonna be fine. Yeah, but yeah. It's just it's not that what he's doing is wrong, it's how he's doing it. He's be, he's being very pompous about it. I just don't like the monologue, I guess. I don't know. 
what is what is cool that some this something this is something that comes back later is he talks about the initial feeling of the fear gas and he's had it so many times it doesn't matter but this new fear toxin is so strong that he feels the initial effects again and it's like your skin's on fire and then you see snakes and or super cold or super cold and then you see snakes and bugs crawling on you and other stuff and so he's feeling this all for the first time again because it's a new and then you feel like you're going to relive all the moments from your past that are horrible over and over and over seemingly forever Mm -hmm. and that's how his fear toxin works Batman wakes up, and he punches Pamela Isley right in her face, because Scarecrow tells her to. Obviously, we find out later that that was planned ahead of time. What's not planned ahead of time is the Scarecrow makes Batman go scare people to death with the fear toxin. Yeah. This is one thing that Batman does not have a plan for at the time. He ends up fixing it later. Because he goes somewhere else. They, they want him to go to, like, this building, and he's like, no, we're going this way. And they go to this other building, and the criminals are like, sure, whatever, who cares? As long as we get the same result, it's fine. So he goes and scares the pants off of, like, 12 people, and instead of extracting their fear, their blood, he hands Scarecrow all of the antidotes. Mm-hmm. So he still does, he still goes and he scares people, and the reason he has to do this is because Scarecrow's henchmen are there, and he has to put on a good show. Puts or his on, friends will die. Puts on the show... And then Scarecrow uploads all of the, what he thinks is the fear toxin up into his blimps, because they have blimps for some reason. It's very Art Deco. You know how you do things in the current millennium? You know. So instead (laughs) of these blimps exploding with fear toxin, what happens, Jonathan? They explode with the antidote. Do you want to expound upon that at all? (laughs) That's what happens, man. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, Batman and Scarecrow fight. There's a panel of Scarecrow, like, cutting through Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, he dead. However, that was all in Scarecrow's mind, because he's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's really great. I do like that part. And the issue ends with what's cool, what's really cool right now, is Catwoman's like, listen, when we were in that, you know, essentially a simulation, and, like, I saw stuff. What did you see? He's like, nothing. I just saw Gotham being great. Gotham was great. I, we weren't in love. Shut up. What's cool about that now is they're getting married. She said yes. Uh, no, not yet. But like, I'm assuming she will. He's Batman. <laughs> How are you going to say no to Batman? And that is where the issue ends. The issue then, the, the volume continues with what's something really cool for Batman fans. is a retelling of Detective Comics 27, which is the first appearance of Batman. Which is neat. I've actually read the original. And now I read this one. It's neat. And then it has two more quick one-offs that are really cool if you want to read them. There's one of old school where, like, Batman starts off in the 50s and, like, progresses and his costume gets more, like, modern and he wakes up then in a comic book. It's weird. It was for the 75th anniversary of Batman. Yeah, all these ones are for the 75th anniversary. Yeah, it was... It was neat. Fine. It was really cool just if you want to read them on your own, but we don't need to talk about them. Let's talk about the volume, John. Volume 5, Gothtopia. I think we've talked about our issues with the book. What did you like about the book? Let's talk about positives. The art was really good. I like Scarecrow's plan. I like the concept of Gothtopia. I would agree with all that. I think Jason Fabok did a great job with his art. I liked him with Selina. Yeah, it's cool to see their dynamic. She even visited him in the asylum, too. Mm-hmm. Which we didn't touch on, but happened. This is a, this is a short book. And it's not very interesting. <laughs> What did you like about? Them? I I liked. I agree with you. I like the art. 
Scarecrow's the idea of Scarecrow's plan was fantastic, just interesting, innovative. That's something I hadn't seen before. Mm. Was using Scarecrow in that way because usually Scarecrow is kind of a one trick pony. Yeah, kind of a boring villain. This was cool. So the I think I like the idea of this book more than I like the actual book. When I suggested it last week, I had looked up a list of like really good Batman issues. What was a good arc we could cover that we hadn't like? They weren't the obvious ones. Yeah, and this one came up. And I'm glad we covered it because the art was fantastic and the idea of the story was good, but I think the execution just wasn't there. And that's not saying anything that's against Jason Lehman as a writer because I haven't read anything else of his. Mm-hmm. This could just be maybe a stumble in that detective run because that detective run is heralded as a really good detective run. But if it's all like that, I don't think I'd like to read it. No. I just wanted the concept to be explored upon more, and you only really saw Gothtopia in an issue. It was very short. Because everything else is the asylum. Mm-hmm. It might work really good as a TV show episode. Yeah, that worked really well. Or a whole, a whole multiverse story would be interesting, too. But, oh well. Um, I give the book a 6 out of 10. I was thinking, like, five, like middle-of-the-road 5. Like, yeah. it's fine. The art, the art's really good. Mm. I already give the art a 10. The art was really... I really the liked Jason really K. But the book is okay. I, it's not bad, but it's also not great. It's okay. But you know what's not okay? Uh, what's not okay? What we're talking about next week. It's not okay? It's good. Shut up. <laughs> Just get to the outro. This week, John, we had fun talking about. We haven't talked about a bad book since Convergence. Not since, yeah, just not since Convergence. We got to talk about like a really and, bad like it book wasn't one. bad. It was just whatever. I like to talk about a bad book because we had a lot of fun on that Convergence episode, just like trashing it. Mm-hmm. We should find another book that's really bad and just trash it. We should. I don't want to read one more day, but like, yeah, that's. <laughs> it sounds like you'd have a hard time with that one. It's supposed to be just act like not so bad. It's good, but like actually bad. Is what I've heard. Because Convergence was like one of those. Oh, this is really bad. But Convergence I'm, was so bad. I'm it's having good. I'm having fun. Yeah. I don't I don't think the. Uh, I don't think one day was it one day more. One more day. One more. I don't think one more day is going to be like that. I don't either. <laughs> it just it just <laughs> sounds really bad. Like <laughs> the way you describe it, just sounds super bad. Like I've been a Spider-Man fan for so long, I've avoided it so far. I don't think now's the time. Oh, you never read it. I'd never read it. Oh, then we. That's should, the thing. Then we absolutely. Then we absolutely should read it one day. No, 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 no. Because if it's that bad, you never read it. Oh boy, we got we have we got feedback. Thank you, Scott, for the feedback on what to read next week. If you have feedback on whether or not we should read one more day, please let us or know. Or anything else in the world. No, no, no. One more day. If you think we should read it, please let us know. Or anything else in the world. That could be really fun. That could be really fun. Just like like cry a lot. Ugh. I want to watch John cry. I want to watch John cry. So, John. To talk about a good thing, what we're reading next week, at the request of our friend Scott. We are reading Original Sin. This is the famous Who Shot the Watcher story from 2014. It's also the story that ends Thor Odin's son's ability to hold the hammer. Mm-hmm. Exciting. So I'm excited to read it. I just never got around to it, but I'm excited to read it. This is during that time when there was a lot going on for both of us in the comic yeah. world. It's like we just didn't get yeah, the Yeah, because they were like wrapping up. 
rampant into Secret Wars. Yeah. Secret Wars was 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 fifteen. And I was the doing Civil War two was last year. I was doing the end of New Fifty Two just before convergence. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah, so we didn't get the chance to read this one. Uh, but but it's, it's written by Jason Aaron. Artist is Mike Deodato, and colorist is Frank Martin. It's supposed to be good. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. It's a different change of pace for the Marvel books I usually read, like a, like a murder mystery. We already That's have it. Cool. It's on our uh, devices You'll right now. You'll recognize the Watu, the Watcher from Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. You will. That's correct. And briefly from the Dark Phoenix Saga, which we read last week. Very briefly. Very briefly. He was in it more than we talked about it, but like... Very briefly. Very briefly. So... John, you're looking at something else on my computer. What is it that you're looking at? Yeah, so the early reviews for this episode are in. And they're the what? Cra- the, the early reviews for this episode are in. Oh. And they're crazy positive. Like, crazy. Like, check this out. Check this out. Five stars. We'll never listen to another podcast again. Talking Trades is the best ever. Who? John, who wrote that? That looks like you're on. Uh, you're on. No, no, no. John, you're John, on, John Q. Public wrote that. You're on YouTube, John. No, I'm not. You, this John, is you're reviews. on. No, you're watching a video of Hayden Christensen complaining about sand for ten hours straight. No, I'm reading the reviews for our website. Okay, maybe you just misclicked. Here, here, maybe you misclicked. Why don't you click a different link? Here's another one. Click Change my mind about the comic medium. That's the trailer for Angley's Hulk. No, it's not the trailer. John, it's a review. No, that's the trailer for Angley's Hulk. No, it's a review. Look, everything's going so well. John, that's not even technically my computer. I, I think you just grabbed the Glad bag, and you're looking at it. Really intently. No, I, w- I. John, John, did you ingest fear toxin again? What do you mean again? John, we've had this conversation twice today. No, we haven't. Today's been such a great day. You have a problem, Jonathan. This has been a fantastic episode of Talking Trades Podcast. John, get back here with my microphone. See you next week. Follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27 and John at Maesterlaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. All music provided by bensound.com. Remember, we're not experts, we're fans.